Welcome to Platonically Queer. My name is Jalen. My pronouns are she, her. My name is Ellie. My pronouns are she, her. And uh, today we're going to be discussing um, common misconceptions and um, I guess almost stereotypes in the uh, LGBTQ community. Um, but, but to start off, how are you doing, Ellie? Um, I'm a little sleepy. Same here. I had, uh, I had the giggles at 2 a.m. I saw that. I did. I did see that. There was a lot of messaging. <laughs> Absolutely spamming the group. I was, I was awake at 3 a.m. just trying to like fall back asleep comfortably, but too many funnies were happening. Mm. But yeah, um, I guess. What did you want to start with for this uh, for today? Um. So, I guess I have a bunch of stuff that, like, affects me personally. Um, like, I have a little sticky note that's, like, asexuality, question mark, and then there's lesbians and men, question mark, and there is, is it a choice? <laughs> and then <laughs> stuff like that. Um, so, do you want me to just go on my rant about my sticky note? Sure, go for it. Okay. So I guess I'll start with the first one is asexuality. Um, I myself identify as demisexual, so I'm on the asexual spectrum. Um, And that's the first misconception is that asexuality is, in fact, a spectrum. It's there are different ways to approach it. It means something different for everyone who experiences it. Um, And. Uh, the big thing is, like, that asexual people, like, can't have sex. Like, it, it, it's not it's not legal. You're allowed to have sex if you're asexual. Um, basically, what it means is that you don't necessarily feel sexual attraction. Um, so you don't look at a person and, like, get turned on, basically. <laughs> you don't yeah. look at someone who's hot and you're just like, mm, that's that's it. Boner <coughs> alert. Like, <laughs> um, I have I have learned uh, since like realizing this that Ellie does not know what basic sexual attraction feels like as well sometimes. I I it's I can like choose when to be turned on. I thought that was something that everyone could do. That's insane. I remember one time um you and I were like in the car and we were talking about how like in some indigenous African communities like the women don't wear shirts they just they just let them hang and I remember you made it you made a comment about how like that's something that you would really have to adjust to if if you lived there and I was like huh (laughs) because there's like I don't know this there's I, it's almost like autopilot is the best way to put it where like there's sometimes where i look at something and i don't even recognize it as like being sexually attractive or like even if it is i don't register it as like i am turned on by that but my body 
seeing something that's related to that is like, all right, it's time, get going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so, do experience that feeling sometimes, like uncontrollably, but yeah, exactly. I think that's just human. Yes, and that's one thing. Like, yeah, that's one thing that everyone experiences. Not like asexual people don't experience that. It's just that mm-hmm. they don't act on it usually, or not not act on it. They just don't feel the attraction that comes with it. Yeah, it's it's more of an uncomfortable feeling than a pleasant feeling. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of a kind of a wonky subject because everyone is different. Everyone's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Everyone's got um, their own thing. Mhm. And like like a like asexual people like still have desires, like they still get horny. <laughs> yeah. Um there are asexual people who don't experience that, but for the most part the the umbrella term means like you literally just don't feel sexual attraction towards people. Yeah. On it's... like it's not an automatic response. So for me, hmm, cat. You can hear me. I'm going to go open the door real quick. So Continue. for me, um, demisexuality means that I don't really feel sexual attraction. And this is my personal definition. Um, it means I don't feel sexual attraction until I'm like very emotionally connected with someone. So like, um, I do have the ability to look at someone and say, well, wow, they're sexy. But, like, I only feel comfortable thinking those thoughts if I'm, like, already in a romantic relationship with them. Yeah, um, you have that. You have to establish that, that connection first. Yes, before I, can, before I can think of them in that manner. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, and, like... Like I said, you know, asexual people can still have sexual desire. It's just not sexual attraction. I'm kind of like, I I will not have sex with you unless I feel that attraction. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Like, you have to, you have to like establish that. Like, demisexual people can still, like, do hookups and stuff. That's, like, that's... Um, Part of it. That's, like, allowed. <laughs> But that's not something that I do personally. I the idea of hookups just absolutely disgusts me. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say hookups. Not like, not like weird. <laughs> yeah, not like if you do hookups and I'm like disgusted by you. It's just personally that's something that I'm like, what? You do not think you could do? <laughs> no. Um. I get that. Yeah, so that's my rant on asexuality. Coffee. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Um. Oh. I have I've questioned sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I have question if I'm like on the A spectrum. Um but I think I don't have enough experience to uh determine anything. Yeah, um, that's valid. Because like I think I experience attraction, but I think the part I falter on is actually like going for it. And I don't I don't know. It's something I gotta figure out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Who knows when that point will be, but <laughs> I need a spoon. A spoon? I need a spoon for my coffee. Go get one. Go spoon for your coffee. What? I put stuff in it and I didn't mix it. Oh, I see. Um well while you're doing that, I'm gonna start my first topic. 
Um, and just, I was going to do, I guess, misconceptions about um, trans people. No. Okay, good. Um, but just about transitioning and what that looks like. Um, and almost similarly to uh, asexuality, it's it's a spectrum. Not everyone does it the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the differences between if you want to do top and bottom surgery, just one or the other. Um, if you want to change your name or not, like dead naming is a very like important thing in a lot of the trans community. And I personally like the name I was given at birth and it's a pretty gender neutral name. Um, and so I kept it because it is. Jaylena. You know, <laughs> no. Jaylena. Stop. You are <laughs> not allowed. Jalen, but it's spelled with the Y and the double N and the E at no, the end. Abs- that, I would <laughs> I would not be on this planet anymore if that's how my name was spelled. <laughs> Whoops. No. No shot. Um, I feel like most of those people that have it spelled like that I've met are bitches. <laughs> they are not nice people. <laughs> Um, oh my god. But yeah, um, just a lot of people think that it's, like, 100% linked. Like, if you are trans, you are getting bottom surgery, you know? And Mm -hmm. while that is going to be the case for me, I know that a lot of people still feel comfortable with who they are. Um, especially with how, one, difficult, and two, expensive that procedure is. I can totally understand it not being something in a lot of people's wheelhouse. I mean, I'm looking at the costs right now and I'm trying to determine like how many, how many years before I can even like look at doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's, I think a lot of people just kind of assume that, um, at least, you know, not in the LGBTQ community, but uh, people outside of it kind of assume that it is a linear path for everybody on how it works. Um, yeah. I would I would definitely say that's not the case. Um, I would say there's definitely maybe a a path most commonly traveled. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Because I mean you know every stereotype is rooted in some kind of like you know this happened once and so people thought it was a thing, um, and so I mean yeah most most trans people look to do bottom surgery you know change their name, do hormones and all that stuff, you know, but it, it's basically just not everyone has to do it the same way, and not everyone mm-hmm. does, so, um, I think that's all I had on that topic. Okay, my turn again? Yeah, go for it. Okay, think so, um, I'll maybe try to make my, this part just, like, one long rant instead of each, like, bullet point on my sticky notes. Um, but like, I guess I'll start with: Is it a choice? I honestly, this is controversial. I honestly think it depends on the person. Um, that's yeah. I I think how about this? I think that who you're attracted to is something that happens. I don't. I don't think at birth you know who you like. I think that's something you develop throughout no. your life. 
based on who you're attracted to through, you know, different interactions. And I think it can even change throughout your life. Um, I wouldn't go so much to say that it's... I think saying a choice is maybe a little too far, uh, at least for me. I think that it is something that is much more fluid than people think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Like, um, I guess so, for example, <clears throat> it's not my choice that a lot of men I look at, I just don't find attractive. <laughs> Like, I can't, I, I get you, you know, I, get I could, <laughs> I feel like I could, like, no, no, there's no way, there's no way, never mind, I was like, there's, there's no way that I can, like, walk around campus and see those kids in the flannels and cowboy boots and with their cowboy suspenders hats. out, and I'm, I'm, I, there's no way that I'm going to be like, mm, that is a man, that is a dick that I want. You just you see that and you go asexuality gone. <laughs> <laughs> asexuality, I've never heard of it. Never. What even is that? Uh, <laughs> but I think um, there are there are men that I'm attracted to. Granted, they're mostly like fictional or like or like they're celebrities that I know I have absolutely no chance of ever actually meeting or <laughs> dating for Befriending that matter. Or anything, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the fact that I'm still attracted to those men shows that there is a fluidity there. Yeah. Um, so I would say, overall, it's not a choice. But there is, there is some flexibility. It's not just a yes or no answer. I would I would even say like the easiest way to, to put that is that again as with literally everything in the LGBTQ community it's a spectrum. Mhm. You know like um, you identify as lesbian but like you find some men attractive here and there like that yeah, that's understandable. Mhm. That's why I've always liked the word queers because that gives you leeway. I mean if someone identifies with the label and they stray from the label I personally don't give a fuck. But there are people yeah. who are, like, so defensive about their label that I'm just like, fine, queer. <laughs> are you happy Screw now? It. Now I can, I'm allowed to be fluid now that I say that in the word queer. I um, exist now. <laughs> um, and then with that, there's, like, the, the fact that I did date a man once. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like, especially with, like, Maybe like my parents who are a little bit older and might not understand how the community has shaped and different words we've come up with and the fact that we've accepted it's fluid. Yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm, I guess, out to my parents as bi, but they sort of dismissed that. Shoved it, they, yeah, sort of shoved it to the side. Um, and I don't think it was out of hate or homophobia. I think it was just that I, told them in such an unconfident way that they were like hmm time to invalidate <laughs> um and this child nope <laughs> um i yeah i think they just have a hard time wrapping their heads around it because they're i have boomer parents <laughs> yeah basically yeah. i have literal boomer parents literally the age of my grandparents 
Um, so, like, I've been nervous to come out to them as lesbian because I feel like they're going to be like, well, what about your boyfriend? What about what about him? You <laughs> like, just say massive L. Well, that was three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, excuse um, me. Yeah, and a thing I've noticed is that um, I haven't noticed, I've read about it, is that a lot of lesbians or queer women who prefer other women um WLW yes suffix <laughs> there, there you go suffix um I've I've seen that a lot of them have boyfriends in their early romantic lives because like yeah. I think you said you were going to talk about this we are shaped to please men yeah and therefore, we think that romance equals pleasing men. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think that's why I was, like, literally so boy crazy when I was little. Because that's literally I, all you're brought up to do as a woman. Yeah, I thought I thought that was the only kind of romance is that is, like, when you're a princess and the prince saves you. And I was like, that that is peak romance. That is iconic, is as some might say. This is love. <laughs> Perfect. Cinderella moment. God damn. Um, <sighs> and then the last thing I want to say with that again is kind of it's 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 a little bit of a pet peeve when people say that my boyfriend made me gay. A little bit of a pet peeve because um. I understand it's a joke. I understand it's lighthearted. So, like, if you say it to me once or twice, I will laugh. I will genuinely laugh. But I'll also be like, haha, no. Because <laughs> you were, uh, I remember you telling me that you, like, you came out to him at one point. Like, yeah, I identified as bi when I was with him. Um. <laughs> God, my cat is so loud. The door is, like, almost shut, and she's in the hallway. I love her. Mayhem, come here. Now she runs off. Okay. (laughs) Continue. Um, Okay, so the first thing when people say that is that that invalidates the fact that I have always been lesbian. I just didn't know it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And that that makes it sound like it is a choice, and obviously I said there is a fluidity <laughs> to that, but I <laughs> the I base I worded the question as it depends on the person, but then I dive, dove into it more, and we, I ended on the fact that it's fluid, but overall not a choice. That's, yeah. <laughs> I, that's I worded that's it in an ominous way, but I have a distinct answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like choice is way too. It's it's not at least for I'd say most people a flip like a switch that you can just flip internally mm-hmm. being like I'm attracted to this or I'm attracted to this and you yeah, know maybe there is someone whose process. sexuality does that yes exactly um you have to like grow into it you have to get comfortable with it and it can also be like you can be totally comfortable identifying one way for years and then suddenly you you switch it and there's like not necessarily that any reason that you switched crazy. it. You just, yeah, you just, yeah, it's not like you it had to be, did. like, traumatized or anything. It's just, like, 
your attraction says it wants to try something new and that's fine yeah exactly um, that's not it's not it, it shouldn't be a big deal like people make it out to be mm-hmm. um so like i i hate when people talk to lesbians more spe- more sapphics but more specifically lesbians and say like oh your ex has made you gay because like um i understand that it's funny and i understand it's actually a bash at the ex-boyfriend yeah at men <laughs> but <laughs> yes but also it's like hmm that makes me feel like i'm not like a real gay i'm not authentically queer um you, you weren't able to realize it on your own you had to come to the fruition of a man to realize it yes and that's that's my second point is that you are giving him credit, even though you're making fun of him, you're giving him credit for a very important part of my identity. That part of my identity is mine and mine alone. He has nothing to do with it. Mm. I totally get that. So that's that's my rant. Um, those are my misconceptions. I, yeah, I, I totally get that. Um that's got to be incredibly frustrating. I mean, I know if I, I've made those jokes before. <laughs> I, I've been one to do that. And I probably, um, I don't, I don't remember you specifically saying that. I probably just went, no. That, that's what it was. Is it, it sparked a conversation. I made that joke and you're like, ha ha, don't you dare. <laughs> like, I totally, that's why I said it's kind of a pet peeve. It's because I totally understand that it's a joke. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm like, but watch yourself. <laughs> but you watch it. <laughs> but you're on thin ice, mister. <laughs> <laughs> you must only make that joke when I'm not experiencing unmeasurable queer anger. It, it's always, oh no. <laughs> Perfect. Um, you had mentioned the one that I wanted to bring up, which is that... Um, a lot of defaults are that, like, um... Mocha. Is it mocha? Mocha. Um, a lot of defaults are that, like... Can you hear mayhem in the background, by the way? I can hear, like, something shuffling. She literally has her face in a plastic bag, like, all the way. She's fi- <laughs> she's killing it. She has her reward. She's under my Where's bed. treat? She's been a very brave little girl. How dare you? No. My. I don't even know what that's from. I just know you guys keep on referencing it. I don't know either. My roommate just keeps saying it. <laughs> she says it at the weirdest times because we have a mini fridge in our room. So you kind of have to like get down on the floor to get anything from inside of it. And so she's always like crawling on the floor looking for something to eat. And she's like, where's my treat? <laughs> I've been a very brave little girl. That's it's so <laughs> strange. Cursed. <laughs> so so cursed. And now I can already tell I'm gonna like I'm gonna start saying it because I like to adopt other people's personalities. Yes, entirely. Okay, um, sorry, do your thing. I'm gonna throw mayhem here in a second. Um, no. In in a lot of media, um, a lot of the defaults are that the attraction is always towards the man. So if by men, usually they're seen as being attracted to men primarily. By women, 
are usually seen as being attracted to men primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, e- even like with pan relationships, same thing. Um, you know, gay men are more in front usually when it comes to like representing, in my opinion, at least like from what <gasps> I've seen, like LGBTQ is a lot of I I see queer men all the time, but I very Someone rarely see. I very rarely see women, I feel. And maybe I'm just, like, looking at the wrong sources. No, I definitely relate. Even the really, really, like, good accounts, like, on Instagram about, like, being super positive about all that stuff. I feel like I see a lot more men than I do women Mm -hmm. on there. Like, unintentionally, maybe? But that's just how it is, is that a lot of the media is centered around men and men and men. And it's so frustrating to see. Um, Yes, and... Sorry, can I make a comment? Go for it, yes. I am a I'm a comedy fan. I love a good funny. Um, and so when people are like, um, there's lesbian media, portrait of a lady on fire, I'm like, girl, that shit tragic. That shit yeah. so depressing. Like I I want I want lesbian funnies. Yeah. I mean this it doesn't exist, right? This is why I'm an English major. My, my, my one, uh, there was one example I saw like on TikTok. It was this woman that was like, did I just watch five seasons of a show and sit through it with a talking unicorn just to see one lesbian kiss? <gasps> I, I saw sure that. did. And she's talking about She-Ra. Um, mm-hmm. But like, that's entirely relatable. I'm watching She-Ra right now for that exact reason. <laughs> <laughs> like that is so for like tip for that exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> um, I'm watching Avatar: The Last Airbender right now, but I'm on the last episode. Um, nice. I've I've been on the last episode for a couple of days. Um, but after this, I want to watch Adventure Time, and the only thing that convinced me to watch Adventure Time was I found out that the vi- vam- the vampire and the princess are dating. Yeah, Princess Bubblegum That's- and uh, Marceline. Mm-hmm. That is the only thing that just absolutely, I mean, I was like, I never was disinterested in the show, but I was, that's what made me that be like, oh, I have to watch Adventure Time. Yeah, I need is to finish in my, that. Is in my to watch list on Netflix. Nice. Yeah, I, I need to watch that as well. That's one I've been really meaning to get to. Um, but yeah, just. It's centered around men. Men. Yeah, and that's that's really frustrating. Yeah, men derogatory. Um, and I I just like it's just so frustrating, and I don't know mm-hmm. like you know what there is to do about it. It's just it's always about men. <laughs> yeah. And like even with like you know a lot of lesbian things, people question like oh you know. You just haven't, you know, had a good experience with a man. With gay men, people, I feel like, maybe, don't question that as much. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that, too. You know, clearly that's not who I identify as, not what I identify as, even near to it. But I have seen other examples of people around me and people in media being questioned for being lesbian, and I don't think I've seen, like, Nearly any for men, for gay men. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that's just, that's something that really frustrates me about, like, stereotypes is that we always lean towards the man. And it's just, 
Why? Literally why? Yeah, another thing I'm realizing right now is that um, gay men are usually seen as, like, more flamboyant, and so they're more entertaining mm-hmm. for that reason. Yeah. And so, like, that's men hating on men. They're, like, they think of gay men as clowns. They think of them as, like, something something to watch and laugh at. Yeah, a peacock. Um, I've never heard that term. You haven't? Nope. I mean, I know I... what a peacock is. Yes, I've heard I've I've heard and used that term before Rainbow a few turkey. times now. <gasps> gay turkey, gay turkey. No, no, peacocks are assholes, like the worst things. Like they're literally the meanest creatures on this goddamn planet. I don't know. Have you met um your mom? Don't say Damn it, I had another point with that, but I forgot it now because I'm funny. You're awful. <laughs> when you're talking about men in media. Yeah, I completely lost it. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. You can just you can just talk. One second, I'm fighting mayhem to the death now. <laughs> to the death. No. I'm hiding all of the Halloween decorations under my blanket so she can't get to them now <laughs> i just have a collection because she keeps on trying to assassinate them all <laughs> you say i'm fighting mayhem to the death now and then it's just the sound of plastic violently crinkling <laughs> yep she's gone bye-bye asmr ma'am I, I care for you but my god can you stop eating everything i care about did you know you know how my mom made a stained glass thing for one of my coworkers? Mm-hmm. Mayhem bit part of the metal off. <laughs> the metal. Steel. <laughs> you have to have like a metal frame to it? There's part of the frame that has a chunk missing because this goddamn cat ate it. Isn't she technically an emotional support animal? Yes. <laughs> She's not doing very good at her part. job. I'm not gonna no. lie. Every single time I tr- my mom tries to work on embroidery, she literally perks up her ears and eyes and jumps up next to the armrest where my mom does it and just has her paw literally up and ready to smack at it. Um. <laughs> uh, my mom has resorted to bonking her on the head with the embroidery, which has worked pretty well. Ah, yes. Um, yeah, no, she's appropriately named, we can say. We should name this episode Mayhem. No. I'll, maybe I'll put in the description that the cat is an absolute asshole the whole time. You heard that, Fine. didn't you? You heard that. I know you heard that. Don't jump on my laptop, mayhem. Dear God. Meow. <laughs> no. Why do you do it like that? That's the most curse. Meow. Oh, Jesus. Meow. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, anything else that goes along that line. Um, and even other misconceptions. I think part of the issue with the misconceptions episode here is that 
I don't know very many misconceptions about other groups. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of the ones I identify with. Yeah, exactly. These are the ones I've literally had to go through. We've um, got Google. We do have Google. Um, I think off the top of my head, um, there's just, you know, the, I feel like this is more just homophobia and transphobia, but the idea that uh, non-binary people are just confused. <gasps> yes. Like, literally, no. <laughs> if that doesn't make an ounce I, of sense. I don't know if you were on the phone when me and my roommate and our other friend were talking about this. Um, but I said, like, I would, (laughs) the group chat, (laughs) um, it was basically three of us are in college and then (laughs) Jalen. We all go to school together except for Jalen. But we have a group chat together. Flower. (laughs) Um, but I don't remember if you were on the phone or not when this discussion started between the four of us or the three of us, but Go for it. I I said I would love to be non-binary if it wasn't so fucking hard because everyone hates them. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's... I'm comfortable enough in identifying as a woman and using she, her pronouns that it doesn't really matter to me, but if it were easier, hell yeah, I would so be non-binary. I would want to be I all I want in life is for little kids to ask me if I'm a boy or a girl. And then no matter what you identify, you just say neither. And then boom, <laughs> your whole life just solved right there. Both. Yeah. Then you I think you if just I were non-binary, it. I would describe it as I am both genders. Whereas a lot of people say I'm neither or I'm something in between. I'd be like, I'm both. <laughs> but you dislike the term by gender, don't you? Um, Even though yes, not not because I don't like by gender people. I just that word just like literally doesn't make sense in my brain. <laughs> it's just by meaning two and two meaning I, gender. I don't I don't know why I, it just doesn't describe me. I'm like, hmm, what if we just named it two by gender? Huh? <laughs> what if we just named it two gender for you? There you go. Um, have you seen the Have you seen the LGBT acronym with a two at the end? Isn't that for the, the number the, two? Yeah, it's for the two spirits. Is that what it's called? Two spirit people. Yeah, two spirit. That's very interesting to me. That doesn't make you know, a lot of sense to me, but I don't have anything against it. You know. It's so it. I. Um. I would. I don't know. I'm white. So I don't know. I won't I'm just gonna fries. I'm just gonna give I'm just gonna give my opinion on it. Um Go for it. I so I think it's weird when white people identify as two spirit because that is something that comes from the Navajo, I think. Yes, um, I believe so. It it might be I'm looking up where it I think from. it might Continue. be I think it might be something that's there's similar it's it's something that occurred across a lot of Native American tribes. But I think specifically, like, the term two-spirit came from the Navajo tribe. And it basically means, like, two two spirits in one body. So, like, you have the spirit of a man and a woman. And I think, mm-hmm. I think it's described as it 
it can be used on people who are transgender as well as um, queers. Okay. Yes. Like cis and queer or transgender or any combination of those two. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not seeing exactly like where it came from on the internet so far. Uh, Mojave, uh, for instance. Oh. Let me see. Uh, it, it looks like it's just something that happens a lot. There's like Iroquois, it happened there. Uh, Apache, the Lipan. I'm, I'm, I'm messing up pronouncing these awfully. But there's like eight different. Yeah, so like, it was like a common sources. theme. It was yeah, a common like theme every tribe among was cool with a lot of natives. queer people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's imagine um not marrying for political or financial gain like white people did. Imagine. I'm currently imagine watching Pride and Prejudice because comfort movie and <gasps> We're always watching Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I love Pride Literally Pride. always. I don't understand, because a lot of the uh, attention towards the movie that people love it so much is Mr. Darcy, right? <laughs> like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's Mr. Darcy and, like, the hands. The hands! I just... The hands are just that one scene. I... Maybe, maybe it's my... Like entire distaste towards men, but <laughs> I do not see. Uh, I do not see it. <sighs> Valid, I guess. Because <laughs> last time you were like, "Did you even watch the movie?" I was like, "Yeah," and you're like, "And?" I'm like, okay, I don't so know. if Mr. Imagine, imagine, I, li- I liked okay, Elizabeth so Bennett. <laughs> imagine Mr. Darcy as like a tall, rich butch vampire looking lesbian a thousand percent that's better and but then, that's not what pride and, and then is. Um, and then imagine <laughs> and then imagine the hand scene the carriage yeah that's a thousand percent better okay so you do get it you just don't it. like the character mr darcy you just don't like the yes. mr part of mr darcy yes that was mrs darcy Mm-mm. <laughs> Okay, okay, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> yes, I understand the movie. It's just so incredibly straight it hurts sometimes. Okay. Valid. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't understand that movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand it when we were doing projects <laughs> on the book and movie. Mm. Um. Uh, this isn't a misconception, but I feel like it needs to be said. A lot of queer media is white. Oh, I just remember so that because we mentioned two, two Spirit. Yeah, like um, almost all of it, I would say. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I don't, obviously, I don't watch Sex Education. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can feel Jalen raging. Such a, <laughs> literally such a good show. Literally so good. So well maybe, done. Such good representation. Someday. I just my asexual ass had a really hard time getting through that first scene of the first episode. Would it make you more comfortable or more uncomfortable if we watched it together? 
<laughs> more uncomfortable. So much more uncomfortable. Damn, I thought that would I thought that we could make jokes and that you would like it better after that. Okay, maybe if we make jokes. I don't know, but apparently in their new season there's a Uh-oh. non-binary person of color. Yeah. In the cast. I have seen people absolutely freaking out about that. In in a yeah. good way. Um and I'm like it really made me think like wow, we this is really something that we're getting excited about when queer we queer people have been working on being accepted for this long. We really just like it's, forgot it be about something that's like non-white this, people. Yeah, it, it it shouldn't be something we have to celebrate because it shouldn't have be it shouldn't be a, a crazy phenomenon that we have a part we have a black person playing a non-binary like being non-binary right like mm-hmm. that shouldn't have to be something that we're excited about that should just be something that's normal yes which is I'm, so incredibly frustrating this is this is nothing point. to do with this is nothing to do with queerness but i'm absolutely astounded that phantom of the opera was written and performed like firstly in like the 80s like the early 80s i think to, to preface, Ellie and I are super big theater nerds, music nerds. Just, <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't said anything about it on the podcast yet, but that we're dipping into it. Let's, We've let's literally mentioned more. it in almost every episode. Have we? We talked about how gay Newsies is last time. We said Newsies. You're, you're about to do an analysis of Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> oh, okay. I just find it absolutely astonishing that Phantom of the Opera has been on stage for as long as it has been and it's been as popular as it is for as long as it has been (sighs) and the current like main london cast is the first has the first black actress playing christine ever and christine is the leading lady for context yeah the first it's (laughs) awful I feel like in all. And then of... I think I think Broadway has had one black man playing the Phantom, and I think he was also the first. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, a lot of um, theater and stuff like that is also extremely, extremely white. Oh my God, it's so white. The literally one of the re- that's one of the reasons I like Hamilton so much is because it's the furthest from being entirely white, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Really I know it, I know it's controversial because people are like, why is like why are you fantasizing about the founding fathers? It's they were literally horrible people. I mean, but it's like yeah. but David Diggs <laughs> if David like, if David Diggs says it's okay, like David Diggs is God. <laughs> David Diggs David is literally Diggs. amazing. <laughs> like, but David Diggs. Con- like conceptually it makes sense but it's very clear throughout the whole thing that this is not like accurate fiction or not accurate history like this is fictional <laughs> the history fiction is accurate <laughs> english major moment anger anyways I'm it's not historical fiction or it's, it's not historical nonfiction. it is very clearly historical fiction mm-hmm. you know i just that, I think that was one really relieving thing to see, and that's why I like watching Hamilton every once in a while, because it's just so much, uh, you know, it's such a relief from seeing all these whites. 
Um, I think something that I wanted to branch off using that was, I don't think we've talked about the Lil Nas X album since it released on the podcast. I love him. He's literally so good. And I think... Are his pronouns he him? Yes. Yeah, I don't think he said otherwise since. Um, I don't remember if it's in his like Instagram bio or anything. I'll look that up real quick. But um, it's literally like, the way that uh, I heard someone put it is that this literally is something that I wouldn't have thought possible last year. Like, for a gay black man to be like, I think, what, three of his songs are charting top ten right now in the world? Mm-hmm. It's, his album is the literally the most played hip-hop album in all of Brazil ever. Like, this man is Brazil. literally breaking records, like, left, right, and center. Um, and, you know, it's, I would say, like, it's just very nice and relaxed. It's, it's a nice change of pace to see someone like him, you know, mm-hmm. instead of the basic copy and paste, copy and paste, you know. We had what? Earlier this year, we had Olivia Rodrigo, Billie Eilish. Um, now, Lord gets a pass, but Lord is also same same idea there. What do you mean, same idea? Like White bitch. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like everything this year and just you know lately has just been i don't i mean you know clearly i'm talking about the entire world and how popular being gay is but like it's so nice to see that change of pace finally Mhm. yeah i am 100 percent starting to understand the slander of english majors uh yeah it's easy slander i Okay, so I was very defensive about it at first. I still am. But literally, you know you know how I have a, the poster in my room that's a wiki house screenshot and it's someone punching? And yeah. the caption is how to get someone to stop referencing musicals all the time. Yeah. So that was like my entire personality. Someone would literally, someone would, someone would say the word still. <laughs> And I would go, a son becomes a man on his father's knee. <laughs> Yesterday at work, I had, um, what's it called? The the quartet at Swan Lake stuck in my head the whole time. Making me want to watch Anastasia. Um, but lately, it's been like that same same meme format. But change the caption to how to get someone to stop referencing various English readings all the time. Because, like, I don't remember what it was, but my roommate said something. And it made me quote fucking Shakespeare. No. I just did it. I just, and I was like, I'm so annoying. (laughs) Oh, God. And I was like, I stopped and stared at her, and I was like, I get it now. I get the English major slander. I understand. (laughs) I understand it all. My daughter, my ducats. No. (laughs) No. 
justice, the law, my ducats, and my Christian daughter. My God. <laughs> Truly unfortunate. You've you've become the thing you saw to destroy. Yeah. I'm all here for the Shakespeare slander. That's valid. Very valid. Okay. All right. Are we, are we uh, done? That's good. That's good with me if it's good with you. Okay. Alrighty. Well, thank uh, everybody for listening. Um, you can find Platonically Queer on Instagram. And uh, I almost want to stop saying Twitter because Twitter just doesn't exist for yeah, us. Yeah, we just kind of forgot about Twitter. And we kind of forgot about Twitter, and literally, I think we have zero followers, so there's Perfect. not really a point in using it. Um, I guess if your primary form of media is Twitter and you want to see us on there, give us a follow so we can know that there's people who exist on there that like us. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, if you can do us a favor and like shout us out to a friend or something or just recommend us, you know, you know, we we do this as a hobby. <laughs> Make Not sure to like smash a, that like button and destroy that subscribe notification bell. <laughs> See, you, you've already got it down. You've already got the spirit down, Ellie. Um, yeah, you know, we don't we don't advertise or do, like, anything. We don't monetize or any of that. This is literally just a hobby. So, you know, if you know <laughs> someone that you think might like it, uh, you know, let, let them know. Um, Remember have, to absolutely peg the like, the like button. <laughs> That is the only good way of doing it. Uh, uh, I was going to say one more thing. Um, oh, yeah, if you want the subtitled versions of the episodes, we should probably mention this at the start of the episode, you know, thinking about it. Uh, okay. I'll put something in post. But um, the subtitled versions are on YouTube uh, about anywhere from two days to two weeks after the episode goes live normally. Hopefully it was, um, it's never that late again. YouTube was That's just right. being very angry with me, and I was also slammed with homework, so the two just made me very slow. One of these days, I'll make her so she doesn't have access to the YouTube, and I'll take care of it. But, I swear um, to God. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all for me. Uh, thank you all for listening, and goodbye. Bye.